Ironically, I was listening to 80s rock all day. Oh, so you heard this today? Not this one. Oh, really, this isn't rock. This is pop. This was very pop. Irish pop. <clears throat> the sad part is there's a, the report today that the kids up at Berkeley that the were partying and... Oh, that's right. The singers, the the the, the musicians, right? No, no. The, the balcony they were on collapsed. Yeah, onto some Irish uh, students. No, it, well, I don't know if it was on them or if they were on the balcony, but uh, it, I just know but, that they got hurt. Well, the headline was five Irish kids killed. I'm going. That's rather racist. <laughs> but then I heard the whole reporting on it. It's because they're Irish exchange college students. Yeah, and the uh, the the guy at the embassy said you know, said, you know, Ireland, Ireland's not a very big country, so. This affects pretty much everybody. <laughs> Damn, I, I, <laughs> that, you just felt bad for those guys. <laughs> Jeez, hey, uh, you know, wait, way to kill the mood there. Welcome to Happy Valley Speakeasy, the you, Irish rendition, <laughs> the Solus Ginger rendition. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to email us, you can email us at podpeople at happyvalleyspeakeasy dot com. I can say it when Hiram's not here. Yeah, we are sans Hiram again t- this week. Uh, his bride is going through midterm exams, so he's watching the kids while she studies. Which, you know, I'll give him that one. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> Meh. And we're hoping to be, um, we're hoping to have the presence of, of the stain of the stain later today, but no guarantee there. <laughs> well, he's got a new job doing sales, and um, depends on whether he gets an appointment set up or not. By the way. No. <laughs> they are good knives. I I'll ha- I'll f- I'll find out soon enough. <laughs> well, our parents have decided to order some as soon as uh, they have an investment. Ah. So, what's been going on in your world this week? I have been slaving away on a synagogue for um, a contractor, or actually, he's an architect in st- uh, in training. So, an AIT uh, back in New Jersey. Oh, I thought he was a general. No, he's he's actually an architect. And, uh, he he works for another architect, and uh, they he's been studying to get his architecture's license, but he's never done commercial design before. And ah, expense a lot. It does. <laughs> so he decided that they need to expand into the commercial market because it's really starting to roar out there in New Jersey for some reason. Uh, I guess the union's taking a holiday or whatever, but. Um, I guess everywhere but Atlantic City. <laughs> well, actually, they're way south of Atlantic City. They're they're um, inland about uh, 15 miles from. I'm from the west, dude. Jersey is Jersey. <laughs> they're, the, they're, they're actually it's like the full hometown, so it's really like the clean part of New Jersey. <laughs> Isn't that kind of a relative term? Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it, there's still green land and pasture where they're at. Oh, I'm shocked. Well, there's you're it, anyway. again. I've never been to Jersey, so anyway. Uh, so I've been working on the synagogue, which has been taking forever because as soon as I got the job, I went, okay, we need a structural engineer. This is going to be too big for uh, just, you know, putting it together and slapping it together. So, uh, and I said, by the way, you're probably going to have to use steel instead of wood to, to make this, to pull this off. Well, the committee, and literally it is a committee. Uh, for That's the, never a good thing. I, I for a, the shul. I had to deal with committees when I was doing gigs. And, oh. Yeah, well, the, this was a committee and for the uh, for the synagogue. They said, no, we're going to do it in, in wood. And the, apparently these guys think they know better than the guy who has 20 years experience in this. Or the city, or the city inspectors and zoning guys. <laughs> well, it hasn't gotten to the city inspectors and zoning guys. We're trying to get just the permit for right now. 
Oh, I thought you were supposed to be like done, done. Yeah, I well done as in the drawings to be submitted. Ah. So uh, they uh, <laughs> we're going back and forth and you know, getting the design kind of finalized, and so finally get the okay, okay, we're gonna we're gonna arrange with this, get this done before, and this is back when you knew about it, back by uh, by Passover. Well, by the time they gave me the okay, there's no way I was going to make it by Passover. And they finally said, okay, we, I think we really do. And the other thing was, I told them, we need to have a structural engineer before I start. I need to, I, you know, we need to be yeah. on the same uh, wavelength the entire time. No, 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 you just keep drawing, you just keep drawing, you keep drawing. So I designed this whole th- this thing in wood knowing that I'm going to have to, after realizing I'm going to have to change it. I'm going to have to change as soon as it gets to the, the structural engineer. So I take a two-week hiatus while the, the structural engineer puts his stuff together, it gives me a set of preliminary plans, and yeah, it's all metal. <laughs> told you so. Yeah, you know, basically, I told you so. And then they're like, okay, now that you have this, let's get it done. And I'm like, he's not done. He gave me preliminary. He, ha- I haven't, you know, I don't have the full set. And he was like, well, we'll just work out the preliminary. Okay, no problem. So I've been spending the last uh, three weeks trying to put this together based on the preliminary. I got the secondary preliminary last week. But it's supposed to be done by Passover. Yeah. <laughs> well, they wanted it done by Passover. By the time, yep. By the time uh, I was a week before Passover, and they're like, "Are you going to be done?" I went, "Hell no! I, I don't even have structural. How the hell am I? Gonna, you know, there's no way I'm going to have this done by then." So uh, this last week, I've been just pushing, 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 pushing. Just, I'm I'm to the way past the point of no return on this. They came back to me at the beginning of the week. Hey, can we make changes on the exterior of the building? I want to do this, this, and this. You know, they want to raise the parapet. They want to make it wider. They want to do more decorative stuff. I'm like, you don't understand. You do this to me now, I'm, I'm out another week and a half. That's how many sheets this affects. I'm like, okay, forget it. Just get done. No problem. So I start working along, working along, working along. Yesterday, I get a phone call halfway through my day. By the way, the elevator company says I need another foot in the elevator pit. I have to change the elevator shaft now by a foot. Once again, Spencer gets shaft. <laughs> yes, with the elevator shaft. <laughs> I haven't been given the elevator shaft. So the uh, so I spent yesterday making all those changes because I was supposed to. Be, I was trying to be done today, and I'm really, really close. All I have to do is once I get done with this, I get to go redline, and then I'll be done tomorrow completely. And I want to be done so bad. <laughs> and would you share with the audience that's still awake at this point um, your nickname for your contract? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's an Orthodox Jew, so I call him my Zionist overlord. To his face or behind? Uh, behind. <laughs> Completely behind. Check it. <laughs> hey, once I'm a millionaire and can afford to say, <laughs> I will absolutely do it. Until that point in time, I like to kindly remain semi-employed. So ironically, after we did our podcast last week, um, a ton of really great news items hit. Well, I don't want to say great so much, but interesting for use in our podcast. <laughs> no, there's there's a few there's a few great ones, and so we're going to actually go in and out of it just because it's going to. I've got so many news items. Oh, I got quite a few myself. So the first one I want to start with is just the one, first one that caught my eye. <laughs> first sex in space. Pornhub is going to make a porn film in space. And you know the really? guy. Really, I would love to be on the production crew of that. And, and you know the guy who wrote this was having way too much fun with it. I, I got to read this one verbatim. <laughs> okay, do. And one small thrust for man. 
And one giant leap for mankind. Two people are set to have sex in space for the first time in human history, but for porn, not procreation. Pornhub, and this is the worst part, is crowdfunding a space mission what? to quote-unquote shoot an adult <laughs> film in low Earth orbit. I'm surprised that's on a Kickstarter. <laughs> the site opens to, la- to launch the mission and shoot Sexplorations in 2016, covering the pre- and post-production costs itself, but seeking $3.4 million from Indiegogo crowdfunders. I wasn't this like already done like on Cinemax like twenty years ago? Simulated space. <laughs> I see. Sex. Whichever. No, there was a series in manual in space. Not that I know anything about it. <laughs> I'm not All kidding. Right. <laughs> Cue mom walking the door. Go. <laughs> yeah. And of that three point four million, they've actually had this broken down. Ninety <laughs> percent of it is the space flight cost. Well, it's not like foreign production's a high dollar value there. I just want to know: Are they still getting eight hundred dollars for the for the artists? Because well, that's, no, that's average they're, for they're, for per scene. Well, they're probably going to get danger pay. Oh, so eight fifty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that happened to be the first thing I saw Wednesday morning. And then <laughs> one, once um, section is that I intentionally. Didn't bring up just kind of didn't want to go into it, but I bring up now so to open up a door to another conversation. <laughs> Miley Cyrus has stated, "I don't relate to being a boy or a girl." Well, she doesn't have a body of either. That's true, but she has the armpit hair of a guy, or somebody from France. <laughs> and <laughs> just saying, I guess she told her mom when she was fourteen she was bisexual, and. That's nice, dear. Go outside and play. Well, you can tell that they've got such a loving relationship. <clears throat> the singer also claimed that her religious parents, who she described at one point as conservative-ass mother effers, found it difficult to accept at first. Yeah, there's a lot of love in that family. I think that uh, her coming out of the closet went a little less well as mine. As in my daughter, not me. <laughs> just, just to be clear. Well, the problem with... Oh, what, oh, oh. I, before we go on, I do... Uh, I, I, just, I was just going to say, the problem with Miley Cyrus is at this point when she comes out and stuff... Uh, uh, she, everyone's like, eh, whatever. Yeah, it's like, we know you're a freak. Move on. Yeah, you're trying to be somebody who did all this same batshit insane stuff back in the 80s and 90s. Well, she's trying to keep herself relevant in the news, <laughs> and no one cares anymore. Well, until she comes out with the full frontal porn... I don't think anyone's really going to take notice. And even then, again, she has the body of a 12-year-old boy. Who really cares? Gay men. Yeah. So anyway, you were... Oh, uh, I'll, <laughs> I need to give a shout-out to our new number one fan, Jennifer Fletcher. She's uh, seriously, I, I kid you not, our number one fan. She has been binge listening to us. I am sorry for you <laughs> and for your family. Your 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 bleeding ears. Uh, she actually loves us. She, she loves the show. She thinks we're hysterically funny, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Neither does anybody else. Anyway, that, that was that was the big thing I had to, absolutely had to put out there because I missed it last week and got an earful. And just to be clear, it actually had no correlation to Miley Cyrus coming out. No, none at all. I just want to make sure you know that, Jennifer. I was making no illusions that way. <laughs> I was not holding cue cards. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> yes. There's this cue card right there. <laughs> you might want to rip that one up now. You know, throw, throw it behind the, the Dave Letterman window, right? Yeah, exactly. 
Well, speaking of which, uh, that that's over with. Thankfully. Yeah, he, he he really went bitter. I mean, really, really went bitter. Well, he flat out said in an interview right before he got before he was done that he should have been fired back when he got caught molesting the the staffers. Oh, it wasn't molesting; it was full on banging. But he said he should have been oh, fired. Yeah, for that. CBS should have just said, "Yeah, you're done." But no, and, and it should have gone to I, I'll, tonight's show should have gone to Craig Ferguson. Yeah, absolutely, and I I can't believe they gave it to. Uh, um, Stephen Colbert. Yeah, that, that's a bad well, choice. It's the, really the, a bad choice. The choices that they've been making for the for the the, the nighttime hosts have just been like, well, well. Fallon's actually turning out to be okay. I I just I, I he, hey 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 he's no he's no Leno. <laughs> the the few times I've watched, I've been so utterly disappointed. I just don't even want to go there. Now the only time I see it is when somebody points it out to me on Facebook or something, and then I'll go see the bit, and the bit's actually pretty good. Yeah, but as Hiram puts it, it's not worth it for the bit if everything else is shut. No, I know. Well, it's worth it to me when somebody sends me, hey, this is pretty good. I'm not watching it. <laughs> I'm just getting the, here's the great part or the good part. Yeah, and I, won't, I wouldn't even look, when someone sends it on Facebook, I wouldn't even look at it. You know, it's from a trusted source. I don't care. It's Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, thank God they didn't say, hey, Chris Catan, why don't you go in here? <laughs> You're yeah. going to pull a Saturday Night Live caster. It might as well be Fallon. Actually, the person I think it should be would be Dana Carvey because I think that would be amazing. That would be absolutely amazing. I don't know that he would do it, but that would well, be amazing. Well, I think he can't because of his heart condition. But oh, I, I, yeah. But or John Lovitz would be. Oh, John Lovitz. I mean, would be I great. Am so, the, on the AM radio here, they used <laughs> to play the Dennis Miller live rebroadcast at yeah. night. I'm so pissed they took that off because when Dennis Miller would be on there and he'd bring on Dana, 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 yeah, or or even uh, um, Neilan, Neilan Hall. Oh, Man, Neilan was great on his show. They had, uh, the, the, well, plus they're, genu- they're genuinely friends. Oh, I know. And it was just so much fun to listen to. Well, because you knew they were just dicking around. It was, it was nothing ever serious. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to your next story. Woman busted for hamburger battery on bow. Hmm? <laughs> During an argument over infidelity, a Florida <laughs> woman threw a hamburger at her boyfriend, okay. striking him in the eye and... He got a little bit of ketchup in his eye. Ow! 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 So ow! ow. I, uh, she got charged with battery. Uh, <laughs> actually, it was a porn gone bad. <laughs> and, and they didn't have the ocean face shields on yet. Yeah, the ocean required. And that's only in L.A. Anyway. That, that's a, it's a, articles like that just catch my eye. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet they do. Now, now, this next one just falls under the, the, the area of, what the? F- okay, here's, here's the, the headline. Yeah. After teens found a dead classmate's brain on a field trip, his family sued and what? lost. His dead friends. What? <laughs> okay, repeat that slowly. No, I'm just going to go into the story. Okay. Jesse Shipley was a Staten Island high schooler who died in a car crash on January 9th, 2005. Okay. As is common practice in such accidents, the city's medical examiner obtained the family's permission to perform an autopsy on the teenager. Okay. All right. That's normal. During the procedure, according to the Court of Appeals, the medical examiner removed Shipley's brain and placed it in a jar preserving fluid that had been labeled with the teenager's name. Abby Normal. The jar was then put in a storage at... At the Staten Island Mortuary. <laughs> oh, no. And yeah, this is where things go bad. 
The city then returned the rest of Shipley's body to the family who conducted a funeral for the boy on January 13, 2005. Okay. Then in March of that same year, this to me is so screwed up. Some of Shipley's high school classmates took a field trip to the mortuary. Who the <laughs> F goes to the mortuary for a field trip? Seriously. Uh, somebody in maybe an anatomy class? High school. Yeah. There's, yeah she, know, my daughter was in an anatomy class this year. Really? Yeah. I remember when they had it at Westlake and they you know, had the, the cadaver that they nicknamed Abra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Funny, funny. Anyway, uh, they, were, they were given a tour of the autopsy room where they saw the jar labeled with their dead friend's name and the brain <laughs> floating in formaldehyde or formalin. Nice. Um, the, the family ended up suing over it, alleging ne- negligent infliction of emotional distress resulting from display and alleged mishandling and withholding of their son's brain. And the, kill, the court of appeals said, eh, bite me. Okay, so Australian brothel offers sex for free to protest high taxes. <laughs> if you don't collect, you don't pay. <laughs> oh, oh, did they do it like that like the girls with the lemonade down Texas where it just had a had like a, a donations jar? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Except Ooh, the, way. The, the, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ew. Uh, they call it the frost off. <laughs> Woman with wife pleads guilty to bigamy for failing to divorce husband first. You would think that would come. <laughs> how seriously? If if first of all, it's bad enough that your ex wife is turning lesbian, which happened to me. At least allegedly, I'm I've been told. Yeah. Okay, I'm making it up. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, at least my ex wife was bitter enough to divorce me first. <laughs> You know, leave me in a, in a squalor and mire. Yeah. Uh, prosecutors say Childress signed a marriage li- the lady's name is Childress signed a marriage license in October 2014 and lied about being married. Childress was already married to a 51 year old man from uh, Charlottesville after marrying her 27 year old female partner. Childress took her three children to Gainesville, Florida, and January the, the husband told police that Childress had took the children to Florida without his permission and against the child custody. So not only was she still married, she violated the the paternal orders on the divorce. Nice. And she also married a chick who's like 30 <laughs> years younger than she is, 25. So Reagan apparently had a major secret for most of his presidency. Autism? No. It turns out that President cake, Reagan cake, cake. <laughs> was packing heat. <laughs> He kept good a, on him. He kept a thirty-eight on him, especially after uh, the break, after being oh, I shot. Was, I was going to say, where, where, where was the gun when he got shot? <laughs> I don't know about that, but he always kept it on him, either in his briefcase. Uh, apparently, after he got shot, he goes, "Look, if somebody else is coming after me, they're getting shot first. Good on you. <laughs> it makes me love Reagan a little bit more. <laughs> um, so. I don't know if you remember, we were talking last year, uh, probably around October, if you want to try and find the podcast. I meant to look up the number on it. Um, we very inappropriately did some jokes about a, a young man who was in on a date. And, oh, right, uh, right, right. Driving right. the side-by-side. No, it, that, started it, wasn't, it wasn't just one podcast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she was driving it. They rolled, weren't wearing helmets, weren't wearing seatbelts. And up, you told the horrible joke that you were going to do over at the, you know, passing the plate for the kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I, I meant to bring this up last time. I, uh, back around, uh, down here in the next city up, they, at Southern Utah University every summer, they do the summer games. 
and they do a whole torch lighting thing, da 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 da. Well, in April. Please let the lightning kids be the one holding the torch. <laughs> in April, um, this kid was, Britain was getting ready to get out of the hospital. Right. And they were making a big um, publicity thing with it. The Jets came <laughs> down, all these sports teams came down, da 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 da. And, they, and so finally they make a big news thing about it when he's going home. And they make it look, look like he's walking out. And really, it's his dad holding him up and helping him walk because he just doesn't have much control no, yeah. left. Or yet. Um, <laughs> and about a week later, I What's heard. What's that brown stain? About a week later, I heard on the news that um, they, he was going to be invited by the heads of the summer games to bring down the torch and light the cauldron. Oh, no. <laughs> In the wheelchair? Well, no, no, no. Because no. they didn't know that Daddy was helping him. Oh no! It was just I disaster. Had, I just had this oh, image of like man, the torch. Oh, Hiram needs to be here for this. <laughs> I just had this image of like the torch duct taped to his hand and Daddy helping him along. And watch some horrible accident as he starts burning his own arm. And then I guess someone start, someone made up some posters um, that were photoshopped with him before the accident, photoshopped carrying the torch. Yeah. There's no way he carried the torch. You know, oh, I know. A I know. huge amount of assistance. I don't. I, I, I've been <laughs> meaning to find videos. Uh, of that happened, the, yeah, but. we got. So this was for the Huntsman Senior no, Games. No, or? Uh, Senior Games is October. This is the Summer Games at SVU that's that starts end of May. Oh, wouldn't it be more appropriate for him to do like the Special Olympics? <laughs> hey, I'm not going down that <laughs> road. <room>. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, just curious. <laughs> Or just you know get get the get the Zap Boys and call it the Shaky so Olympics. Disney could lose one hundred forty million dollars on the flop Tomorrowland. Ooh, yeah. Make sure to feel what, nice. What was the budget on that thing? Um, do, 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 do. it actually uh, see. It's got to be over two hundred if they're going to lose one hundred forty. Well, I mean, usually uh, international sales, and that's more than domestic, but even then. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it, um, this is only second to the $190 million, uh loss on the Lone Ranger. <laughs> yeah, that is that bad. Nobody's wow. going to it. Yeah, I know. My, my son really wanted to see because we'd seen <clears> a, pr- a preview at Disneyland for it. And so when summer hit, they went out on a day she had off. And yeah, it was like a Wednesday matinee, <laughs> but they were the only ones in the theater. Wow! And this was like a week after it opened. Oh man, that's really got to suck. If there's if you're in the matinee on the next weekend and nobody is there, yeah, that means it's a colossal suck fest. Yeah, and Michelle fell asleep during it. <laughs> Michelle doesn't fall asleep in movies. She likes going to movies. Yeah, and I. I still want to see it because I, I do. Fun. Oh, speaking of which, uh, but, did we cover Jurassic Park? We haven't gotten there yet. Okay. Uh, we'll get there in, in a bit. Um, one other one I thought was really great was uh, dr- distracted GOP lawmaker accidentally okays California budget while Facebooking. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally okays the uh-huh. budget? Yeah, in Sacramento at the as state in, house. As in it's a bad budget? Uh, yeah, apparently the GOP was against the budget. Never, they haven't been voting for any of the budgets because they're so horrible. Blah, 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 blah. And he hit okay in the past. Oh, so it was the GOP guy. <laughs> yeah, the GOP who went, oops. You're supposed to be the smart one. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> California, you voted men, you, did, you earned them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, and, uh, and the feel-good story of the week. Uh, this one, uh, as soon as it pops up here. For some reason, this is running really slow. 
parentless Colorado teen finds a family to help celebrate her birthday. This is actually gut-wrenching. I'm glad she found someone. I heard it when when it, when she first put the the article up in Craigslist, and it just talk it, about breaking your heart. It was, but it was it was tens of thousands of people saying, "Well, come with." Come for, those, with we'll, for, the, for those who and it was for you know for those who don't know the story, give them the story on. Okay, it. so this girl is uh, she was. She was uh, uh, orphaned. Yeah, orphaned. That's the word. She was orphaned and uh, went to in foster care, and she was being abused by her foster care. So she ended up being homeless and uh, eventually getting through the system. She's went back to Colorado to find her roots and uh, go to school, and she put up this gut wrenching Craigslist ad saying that uh, she would like to pay a family $8 an hour to help celebrate her birthday. So it'll be her 21st first birthday because birthday, it'll be the only one that she would ever have that would be at least enjoyable. I mean, what a heartbreak. Yeah, and just absolutely gut-wrenching. So uh, how she was explaining how she'd never had a happy birthday her entire life. Uh, she never got any presents or anything. Obviously. Uh, just, just, I mean, it's just all of her twists had a better life than this kid. <laughs> More, please. <laughs> so she puts in this ad on Craigslist about how, please, I would like to just rent a family for a day so I got to have a great birthday. Colorado opened up. Good. And tens of thousands of families going, we'll adopt you for f- forever. We don't want you to be alone. <laughs> just, I mean, just tens of thousands of, we'll do it for free. Well, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of, no, we'll pay for a party and bring you stuff. No, this was, this was, yeah, it was more than, it was like, we'll do it for free. And by the way, what are you doing for Christmas? Yeah. That kind of stuff. It good. just, absolutely, I mean, just the feel-good story. Of it. Glad to hear that worked out that way. I was hoping it would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael Sam is now quitting football. Who? Uh, okay, the, remember who you're talking to. Okay. Uh, remember the gay football player? Ah! He, he washed who, out. He, who actually sucked at football. Yeah, he washed out of the NFL and went to the Canadian League. Oh, I didn't know he was. Yeah, he was, he was working with the Canadian League. And, and now he's walking away for personal reasons. That's, that's the story. So Just, <laughs> many directions you can take that. Apparently, he found his first Cuban. <laughs> Cigar? Could be. <laughs> we'll go with that. And um, now for a series of stories that we haven't been able to touch on for a bit. Mama June. Oh, no. What did she do this time? I, see, I, I, you do pop culture. I don't do pop culture. Only because I, 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 I look at daily news. That's, all, that's my no, pop culture. You, you look at the daily mail. <laughs> Not daily oh, news. Sorry, daily mail. Yeah, sorry. I forget there is a daily news. Anyway. Here comes the lawsuit. Mama June's pregnant daughter, Anna, claims her mom cheated her <laughs> out $300,000 TV show payment. That would actually sounds possible. And, and probably probable. An article came out about a week after this one hit um, that Mama June is claiming that Anna's grandma is is stiff arming her daughter into the lawsuit. Well, probably because she likes her daughter better than probably because uh, Anna's living with grandma. Well, <laughs> that could be a <laughs> you never know in the South. <laughs> now I can't remember. At least she doesn't live with the pedophile dad. Yeah, it's a step in the well, and she wouldn't let her daughter, her, her, daughter be born with the, the yeah the the pedophile dad, stepdad, whatever. Uh, no, the touchy dad, the, um, the, the boyfriend. Oh, touchy feely man. Yeah. Why uh, I so wish Hiram was here for these series. <laughs> oh my gosh, especially the Mama June. Oh no, it gets better. Oh, student accused of appearing in blackface for her <laughs> in her yearbook after she used a photo of her in too much bronzer. 
and asked, is this my color? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. After this week, that should not be even an issue. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Not, even, not even close. I mean, if you, can pre- if you think you're black... This literally was put up the day before the news broke on of, that one. Okay, this is okay. now a non-story whatsoever. <laughs> this, no, class dismissed. But it's still funny. <laughs> it, it is, but you cannot get busted. If, if, if we're going to have grown adults claiming that they're an ethnicity when they clearly have no heritage in that ethnicity, this is nothing. I heard a great routine on that. I'll talk about it later when I get to those news <laughs> articles. But this one deserves some time because okay. it's about Kevin Bacon. Oh, Turns out that uh, Kevin Bacon lost a lot of money with Bernie Madoff, the Bernie Madoff scam. He was invest- <laughs> invested wow. in his firm quite heavily. Um, so here is the headline. Okay. Kevin Bacon, sex with wife Kira Segwick sues the loss of a lot of money in Bernie Madoff scam. I could see that. <laughs> but to put that out there with, I mean, well, first of all, yeah, his publicist should be slapped vigorously. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's what he's kind of hoping for with the story. Uh, yeah, yeah, revitalize his career. Uh, he's got a while to go on the revitalize. Well, actually, do you know what he's been doing mostly? Whatever he wants, because he's done so many damn movies at this point, it doesn't matter. No, he's, he's got the Bacon Band. Oh, I forget about that. Yeah, that's what he's been doing most of the that's time. Right. Oh, and here's an article on Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, wait. There's a name you haven't heard in the movies in a while. Well, it was actually... Um, long-distance shots that were taken of Cuba Gooding Jr. during his filming of the O.J. Simpson uh, Ford Bronco <laughs> Slow Chase. They're doing a... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, uh, the, wasn't E! Entertainment doing it? Or is it... Uh, I can't remember it, who uh, it's for. But, but or Lifetime or something like that. It's, like, it's, for, yeah, TV. Yeah, it's, it's for TV. Yeah. And Cuba's playing O.J. Fat Cuba or skinny Cuba? Middle. So so like so he's like doing the the heavy set OJ you know haven't worked in twenty years not that heavy well yeah I guess yeah the heavy set haven't worked not the heavy set I'm in prison no no no, no. this is job this off. is this is this is pre Edo <laughs> and so there's pre pre Edo OJ there's really long distance shots of him running in his underwear behind a white Ford Bronco holding a gun nice I wonder which freeway they closed down to shoot that four oh five. Really? They shut down the 405 to do uh, that? A very small, small section of it. <laughs> like the section that's Actually, up Actually, I, I, I take that back. I don't... I don't the, um, the day that they were filming, they hadn't gotten to that point yet. They were just shoot, um, shooting coming out of... The, I don't, that's the wrong word. They were filming him coming <laughs> out of the house right. and getting into the Bronco. Oh, so they're in Brentwood. If they were at the actual location, I don't know. Well, and, I'm pretty sure... That's a pretty famous place. You might... I would tend to think they would. Oh, there's another article there that I actually skipped over. Oh, come on. Don't don't kill me on that one. Oh, we already covered that one. I'm not going to... No, it's a, d- a different one that's not linking well, No, correctly. I was uh, going to go to the police shut down the girls' lemonade stand. Yeah, I brought that one up. Oh. That's, that's too good a story not to bring up because some people are just dumb. <laughs> uh, oh, for you. I did pick this story out for you. Oh, there's two stories I wanted to pick out with you. This one's pretty good. Uh, Top Gear has now named its new host. Oh, has it? Yes, it has. And as soon as the... There uh, we go. Don't start articles without being yeah, ready. It's yeah. just like Chris Evans, who is a uh, BBC radio host. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like the Howard Stern of uh, BBC. Oh, so say. Shock Jock. Yeah. Well, obviously, they're going to have to try and reboot it because they're not going to have the original guys there. And it's... 
gonna you know they, nope. it'll be interesting to see if they can if if the audience will take it. Uh, well, they can always sell to the American audience because American <laughs> uh, seriously. Yeah, uh, we're we're idiots. Well, we're, they've tried to, to to do a straight American version of uh, uh, um, of Top Gear a couple times, and it's always bombed. But Top Gear, Gear itself on, on is BBC America is just doing phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun show to watch. So, and here's the other one. Uh, do you want a Brazilian wax? Head to Brazil because the Olympic Village is having <laughs> is having a. Uh, 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 was it called? A, uh, it was including a beauty salon that specializes in Brazilian wax for the Olympians. Well, I guess I'll get the runners to get moving a little faster. <laughs> well, the only thing is they won't be visited at all by the U.S. women's Olympic uh, uh, gymnastic team. Oh, they're too young? Yeah, they're all 12-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So... I- do you know who Jackie Siegel is? No. Known as the Queen of, of Versailles? Oh, oh. Isn't like the fake Queen of Versailles? Yeah. Okay, right. So uh, a week and a half ago, they have this huge house. Her daughter, who's 18, had just gotten back from rehab, and while the family has gone out to dinner, OD'd in her room. <laughs> so the news article... Don't criticize me for taking pictures of my teen daughter's coffin and having an ice drink drink in my hand at her funeral, says her ma. (laughs) She's there snapping pictures of the coffin and selfies while holding a whiskey or whatever she's drinking. So she could have been right into uh, Weird Al's parody tacky, right? Yeah. And mind you, especially when you're talking about someone that just OD'd. (laughs) It could be worse. Not by much. And you're being too much of a niche. Oh, yes. And uh, too bad I can't uh, read this and cue it up at the same time since I don't have a computer. Um, two teens severely attacked in shark attack in North Carolina. Yes. I wasn't going to go with that one because, you know, this membership really isn't funny. No, but it is when you're playing the theme to Jaws. <laughs> no, I mean, that's actually... Quote. Hey, hey, well, well, there was, there was a kid that was also attacked and lost another limb two mi- miles away the same day. I'm just hoping that they turn into the uh, that surfer chick that uh, you know reclaimed just, her life. Just had the baby. Yeah, wasn't it like? Did she just have it? I, th- I thought it was well, a couple they, months ago. they just they just had an article showing oh. pictures of her. Okay, her husband helping hold the baby was she balances him with one arm, arm. Yeah. and the stump. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, so I'm of of the conviction and the belief that this is most likely going to be the last uh, season of Simpsons. How do you figure that? Oh, because of the Bart Simpson uh, dying thing? Oh, or? no, no, no. That's just part of it. Oh. Fox is finally done with uh, Matt Gerding? Yeah. So, no, 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 no. Um, right before they went into production, this was a couple weeks ago, actor Harry Schreer quit. He didn't renew his contract because sure. the contract He's was the uh, voice of Mr. Burns, Ned Flanders, Principal Skinner, and a hundred other characters. Oh, geez. He's not in the season. That's a lot of characters to cut. That's a lot of characters to cut and work around. Yeah. Then, uh, then two weeks later, they do the announcement about Sideshow Bob. Right. A couple days after that, they, and these are articles that are in the news. Right. Homer and Marge, um, actually, are getting a divorce? <laughs> no. Um, 
Homer and Marge split up on The Simpsons. They get a separation. Oh, man. And then everybody started freaking out about it, so they came out with another news article. Homer and Marge will get back together, The Simpsons reassures fans. The fact that they're pushing this this early and this hard, this many news. And these are trying to create a huge theme for for the series finale. Either for the finale or at least uh, trying and keep enough numbers so they don't get axed. I bet you that, no, I bet you they're going to go half season and just end it in January or in in December. Well, especially if the numbers flop. Well, I haven't haven't watched The Simpsons in years. I I stopped watching about uh, maybe a season or two after Conan O'Brien stopped writing. Because it wasn't funny anymore. Well, I know. There was one really great one with uh, Tamako, which was so great. Just so funny, where Homer uh, goes out to the farm. Uh, he has Lenny uh, send him some uh, <laughs> uh, some plutonium, and he accidentally mixes with the plutonium tobacco and tomato seeds and plants this <laughs> farm. Of, so <laughs> he plants a tomato. <laughs> so he, and so he bite, uh, they bite into the, the tomato, and they're like, it tastes awful, but it's so addicting. And so they're just <laughs> eating these things right now. It's really funny. Yeah, that's original. That that's that's you know funny concept. But yeah, for a lot of years it, it was just dumb. Well, it got boring when they were just running the Bart the Bart story, the Bart story, the Bart story, and then Conan O'Brien I think was the one that said, "Well, let's go with the other characters." Yeah, and so like the uh, the monorail that was great. The mm-hmm. uh, well, and that's when they really start bringing a lot of guest artists, mm-hmm. especially Leonard Nimoy. Yep, beaming out of there. That was so funny. Yeah, a lot of great stuff like that. Um, here's another article. Could Hulk Hogan destroy Gawker? <laughs> now, how would that be possible? <laughs> I mean, unless he like became the personal spokesman for Gawker. Peter Stern at Capital News, um, or Capital New York reports that the popular website Gawker could be undone by none other than former wrestler Hulk Hogan, who is suing the company for $100 million for publishing portions of a 2006 sex tape featuring Hogan having sex with Heather Clam, wife of a shock jock named Bubba the Love Sponge Clam. No, I know Bubba the Love Love Sponge. Uh, Back in Florida. The the case goes to trial in Florida on July 6th. Um, Publishing it is not illegal. Uh, As as a news item, it is not illegal. Not if they didn't have rights to the video footage. It doesn't matter if they... No. If it's a news item, it is not illegal. You get... uh, You're you're covered under... uh, under uh, free, uh, well, Gawker's uh, concerned, and it is going to trial. Well, Gawker's also a, uh, the the digital version of uh, of the uh, tabloids. <laughs> I've never even heard of them. So. Really, you ever heard of Gawker? I, I, there's only a couple of news sites I look at. So um, now for the whole section on the race faker, Rochelle <laughs> Dolezal. <laughs> Uh, so, for those who don't know, she's been the head of the um, NC. Okay, this this news came out Friday. Yeah, uh, it is Tuesday. This this is story is five days old, and it's got huge legs to it. And it, every day, something new and something different has happened. So she was the head of the local NCAA chapter. Um, uh, which city? Uh, it's like um, Western Washington or Eastern Washington, Western Idaho. Oh, okay. Uh, so the uh, the Tetons area, so to speak. And I heard a great routine on it. Uh, Jeremy was showing me the recording of Conan from last Spokane, night. Spokane, probably. And they had a comedian on there that showed one of her pictures with her with dreads that looked kind of dark. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, 
who who didn't figure out she wasn't black for all these years? She looks like every white chick who just came back from vacation on spring break vacation in Jamaica. Nice. <laughs> so she's been um, saying that she's been black for years and years and years, and like so she runs the, the um, um, NCAA or NCAA or yeah the NAACP. 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 Um, in that area. Well, it turns out that uh, five years before she got that job, she sued Howard University for anti-white discrimination. <laughs> and it was after that. Okay, you need to pick one, lady. <laughs> well, you, know, you know, we hated Michael Jackson because he couldn't figure out which well, way he was going. Well, that's, my, that's what I'm guessing is that she didn't make any money off that lawsuit, so she figured she had to go black. Nice. <laughs> and uh, once she went black, she couldn't go back. She also has a uh, painting that she claims that, that she, w- she claims was award-winning art that she had done that turns out is completely plagiarized from a 19th century master. Of course. Like, does this chick do nothing real? Um, yeah, she lies. Uh, she's, she, but she, as you've mentioned earlier, she has been saying that I identify myself as black. Right. And Whoopi Goldberg is, go girl, if you want to be black, be black. There is no way. Well, <laughs> remember that... Uh, that uh, Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg got into a huge trouble about doing the whole race thing because Ted Danson came out with the blackface in uh-huh. blackface with uh, Whoopi Goldberg. I just and it was so. Well, first of all, it was stupid, and secondly, it was so tasteless. Oh yeah, I mean, you are no Al Jolson. <laughs> Mammy. Anyway, that's a joke, or that's a story that I'm sure just be. It is so too bad that hires. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I I can't even picture which direction he would do. Actually, I can't imagine the five directions he would do. <laughs> and another one that would be that's a news article for him. Sir John Hurt reveals he has been diagnosed with early stage pancreatic cancer. That really sucks. Well, it's early stage. So, well, it is, but, but still, he's also seventy five. We do hope the best for him because he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, he's, I'm really hating that we're losing so many fantastic actors lately. Yeah, we forgot to talk about, uh, oh, shoot. Um, Christopher Lee? Yeah, Christopher Lee last week. But again, I don't feel He was 93. Yeah, he was 93. 93. <laughs> He's like, but the dude did like what? Count Dooku. Six gigs his last uh, eight years of his life. Okay, That's first amazing. of all, doing, doing just the battle scene as Count Dooku, which means that he was 83 when he did it. Yeah. Um, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also in The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. And all three of them, actually. Then you got Willy Wonka thrown in the middle of that. Yeah. Well, Willy Wonka was way before uh, Star Wars. Um, yeah, it was before. Was it? Yeah, it was before Star Wars. Ah. The creepy pedophile uh, <laughs> uh, Willy Wonka. But still, I mean, that some really amazing physical roles. Yeah, I mean, physically demanding roles uh, for the last ten years of his life, and he, he pulled it off, man. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, I didn't know. I didn't realize he was that old until, until I they saw the article. I'm like, really? He does not look like a he, seriously. He well, does not look like a 93 year old. The last couple, the last year and a half, he looked like it. Leading well, up to that, great makeup, <laughs> I suppose. And look what CG does for us. And then a news article that came out today. Yes. Um, have you heard of the the two guys that broke out of prison back east? Right, and the lady that helped them. Right, prison worker Joyce Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Gets a jail visit from her husband for the first time. Conjugal. Despite having ha- her having had sex behind bars with both the scap- escapees and asking <laughs> them to kill her spouse. And that's what I was wondering is if it was a conjugal visit, 
Or just a visit. Just a visit. You know, she's banging the two dudes anyway. Well, not right now. They're on the, they're on the lam. Yeah, but you see, now she gets to have sex with the prison guards. <laughs> yeah, she's not that good looking. <laughs> you know what? There's... Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there's plenty of prisoners in there that would be hardened up enough going, that's not an asshole. <laughs> and then uh, last piece of news article, which is completely and utterly pointless. Uh, aren't they all? In 1996, I worked uh, on a crappy little sci-fi flick <laughs> called Time Lock, which I've talked yes, about before. before yep. And I discovered quite by accident that it's – and I can't remember which one. I was going to double check. It's either on Netflix or, or Amazon, but I believe it's Netflix that you can – Watch Time Lock. <laughs> I highly recommend you don't. <laughs> what if I'm really depressed? It won't help. <laughs> what if I really, really need something <laughs> to laugh at? Well, it, it, it will put you to sleep. It did me, and I worked on the thing. Well, I'm in the somniac. Then yeah. I need to see this. Yeah, go for it. And it's, it's not bad. It's just drawn that way. So um, last week, my, my daughter turned 15, and... She asked me to get her a card game, and, and <laughs> she's my. She, she leans more towards the nerd side of the family, i.e., my. I side would of have family. to agree. When last year she threw her, her birthday party in themed as Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, it was the theming was very well done. No, no, it wasn't for the budget. It was very well done. I now just imagine that you're inviting a bunch of teenage boys to play with their wands. <laughs> you haven't seen the boys. <laughs> yes, I have, <laughs> and trust me, they were playing with their wands. Anyway, um, so I figured card game, great, whatever. And she told me the name of it. I said, well, what, what kind of game is She said, oh, it's, it's kind of like apples to apples, which we have. That's what I went and bought it for and didn't find out later that it's very much more of an adult version of apple to apples. <laughs> um, it's called Cards Against Humanity. And it's more like the penthouse version of <laughs> Where of you've got uh, one guy acts as judge who draws a black card. Right. Which has a question or a statement. And everybody else has a bunch of white cards. And they choose from their hand what they feel is the best match for what's what's been said. And the judge decides which one wins right. from it. Mm-hmm. Well, Sunday, the power went out in our house Sunday afternoon. So yeah, you, were, you, came, you came over here. After an hour, and it started getting warm in my house because, you know, it's over 100 degrees here during the day now. But during that time, there was three cards, white cards that came up that I ended up taking pictures of and having to send to Hiram. <laughs> the first white card, jerking off into a pool of children's <laughs> tears. <laughs> so Hiram right there. <laughs> the second card. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, is it like the supervisor at a, at a baby sweatshop? You, you feel that it, you use that card to answer whatever statement or question that you think you want to win. Okay. The second card that I took a picture of: kids with ass cancer. <laughs> but the, not as funny as the first. The third. Uh-huh. The third will win any hand. It doesn't matter what it is. Yes. Firing a rifle into the air while balls deep in a squealing <laughs> hog. Nice. <laughs> we have to play this on the air with Hiram. Well, I figured we'd do a round right now. Okay. <laughs> Here's your 10 cards. Oh, thank you. You, pre- you pre-selected. No, I, just, I literally just pulled them off what was on the top of the stack. All right. Let's see if I can actually read these. Um, the question here. Blank. Kid tested. Mother approved. <laughs> so... From from whatever random cards you get. Right. Okay, hold on. 
<laughs> read that. Read that again. Blank. Kid tested. Mother approved. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I, I cannot read this right now without. Oh my gosh! Well, if you want to pull off, uh, pull back for a second, and go turn the light on. Yeah, hold on. I'll be, right, be right back. I'll, 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 I'll just whatever. Yeah, it, we started like you know what half hour ago, and it was light then, and it's dark now. Yeah, we've been having the sun the whole time and now it's bitch, just top bitch, behind the hill bitch. oh so, bitch 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 blank kid tested mother approved okay now that's really funny so mine's no, down no not so much no mine's I've got mine down between three cards and, I, and we'll end up reading all three just because we're only do the one hand okay so my three cards are and I'll read it with the statement alright flesh eating bacteria kid <laughs> tested Mother approved. Okay, there's my three. I'm in. Ding. <laughs> a cooler full of organs. Kid tested. Mother approved. And the one that I would actually use. Chunks of dead hitchhiker. Kid tested. Mother approved. Yeah, I need to have that in front of me. All right. Amputees. Kid <laughs> tested. <laughs> and mother approved. <laughs> Dick Cheney. Kid tested. Mother approved. This year's ma- school mass shooting. Kid tested. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> you wanted to go there. <laughs> I, I, the, I, I, Next. I do want to play this between you, myself, and Hiram. I'm, we have to record it. There's a very good chance I will never let my daughter ever see this again. <laughs> Every tease was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. No, those are, those are a couple of game cards that I ended up see because we were my ten year old was there and I ended up just hiding during <laughs> the, the gameplay. Yeah, they, they were too much in explaining. I didn't want to have to have. <laughs> sure, let's see. Daddy, what them. do you mean? <laughs> it's hot of me. During sex, I like to think about blank. <laughs> oh, there's another one that was. Really oh, this one's good. good. This one's good for that. Read that again. Uh, during sex, I like to think about blank. During sex, I like to think about daddy issues. <laughs> yes, let's go dark. Let's see. Um, <laughs> during sex, I like to think about public ridicule. Yeah. I like to think about Dick Cheney. <laughs> we know. <laughs> not during, anyway. Not during sex. <laughs> I just like to think about him, you know. Darth Vader. Stroking your, the back of your head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe stroking, but not that. <laughs> anyway, jeez. Yeah. Th- so, well, th- this is my fail as a father was actually getting her this <laughs> without checking first. Yeah. The last time, well, not the last time, but I guess uh, one of the times I was playing Apples to Apples, I had in my hand Adolf Hitler, Ava Braun, Joseph Goebbels, the Holocaust, World War II. And the card that came up that you had to describe was cute. <laughs> so, of course, I put down the Holocaust. And, you know, that, that totally would be Hiram's hand. I couldn't believe I had it. I mean, I'm not the one that goes that dark ever. But what do you do? Yeah, so someone's putting down, like, a, a, a lamb. Or someone else is putting down daisies and <laughs> Holocaust. <laughs> Kind of points to you know who, who's playing the card. <laughs> well, it's me. <laughs> well, th- that was the other thing is the guy that we were playing against. 
he knows me really. We went to uh, we went through uh, architecture school together over at UC. Yeah, we were lab partners the whole time, so he know he knows me really well. <laughs> so he starts he starts reading off. Uh, so cute is and blah blah blah. And then mine is the last one he reads. He goes the Holocaust. That George Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> like how'd you know? <laughs> he goes, "There's nobody who would put the Holocaust down for this." I'm like, "Look, here's the other ones in my hand. So which one would you pick?" And he goes, "That's pretty good." <laughs> so. um you indicated that you wanted to spend some time discussing your daughter. Uh, well, yeah, I suppose <laughs> it's up to you. I'm well, just, I'm okay with it, mainly because I'm out of news items. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my daughter is officially out of the closet. Uh, however, she did it in a really kind of weird way. I don't know how Kimmel's brother-in-law did it. I don't know if he like got caught or anything, but oh, nephew, no brother-in-law, uh, Vicky's brother. Oh, oh, the gay Hiram's yes brother-in-law. You said Kimball's. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I forgot you do have a nephew that is gay, don't yeah. you? I forgot about that. Where he he's the official or he's just oh he's a, no he he has been official for a while, but okay they haven't they hadn't really mentioned it because he had younger siblings. And, I see. Well, she's got mine's got younger siblings, but Kia well, decided to do it on Facebook. She does everything on Facebook. Well, mm, not, not everything, everything. <laughs> but close. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I will at least I will give her this: this gay relationship is a real relationship with a real human being versus <laughs> with Chris Colfer or something, or any Rad- other imaginary or, character from Glee or Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Oh, Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> For a while, she had an imaginary relationship with him, did she? Uh, no, not so much that. It was it was either Doctor Who or Glee. Ah, but uh, see, so here's the thing: is uh, we were just the only thing that we we're really kind of upset with is that she didn't t- come to us with uh, the hey, mom, dad. Yeah, you know, sitting around the d- the dinner table or you know pulling us aside, going, "Okay, I'm coming out of the closet. I am gay. I'm having relationships with my girlfriend." Now, I will say on a previous podcast, I did say that she may have been hinting about it. Oh, we've talked about her hinting about it for a while. Well, because she came over uh, back in oh, we were back in October, I guess. She called me up and wanting to uh, get a pool key back when we had the pool. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wanted to go with her girlfriend over to the... But my daughter has always been sensationalizing whatever it is that she's doing to get a rise out of us. So we weren't really sure if it was this one of those, hey, I'm just trying to poke mom and dad or not. But uh, so we were really hoping that she would go, if she's going to come out of the closet, you know, full board, just go, mom, dad, I'm gay. And um, we're, this is what I'm doing. This is, you know, this is the plan, blah, blah, blah. No, we don't get that. I get this. I get this text saying, you might want to check out Facebook. From? From a friend of mine who also follows Gia from my old ward. Okay, because I wasn't sure if you knew about it before I, I mentioned I knew about it before you did. I mean, seriously, okay, pause right there. Uh-huh. I happened to read it the, yeah. a couple hours after it happened. As your brother, how do, how's the best way to approach? By the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Jeremy says he's a dick sucker. <laughs> 
Jeremy says, actually, with you, I would say that way. Hey, Kimmel, check out check out Facebook. Yes. Dribble, dribble. Anyway, and we've got. Hey, if there's a line, I'll leap over it. So. But that wasn't really uh, – that was on top of what had happened at uh, Mother's Day. For Mother's Day, Kia did not call or text Shayna. Ooh, that's uncool. What she got was a mass text to all of the moms out there in her life. So that was to her aunts, to uh, my wife's friends, and blah, 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 about, you know, happy Mother's Day. Thanks for being a great mom, blah, blah, blah. And then went on to Facebook to praise a friend, uh, my wife's best friend from high school that lives down in Vegas because she's gone down there and visited and stayed over so many times about what an incredible great mom she is. Mind you, not giving a phone call or individual text to my wife. What's the deal with that? Kia claims, and she's lied to us so many times we don't know if it's for real or not, that uh, she sent the text, but it ne- obviously never arrived. Well, digitally, that doesn't really work. Yeah. Either you sent it or you didn't. And, you know, it's not that hard to find record of it. Anyway, we decided not to. I mean, Shane is hurt and pissed, or was. They've since resolved it. But uh, so the plan, as I understand it right now, and it changes every 20 minutes, like, you know, <laughs> like always, is uh, her lease is up in July because that's when it kicked her out of the house last year. And <laughs> you've got that marked on the calendar. I do. <laughs> it's best deal day. Um, <laughs> so, um, pick up laundry, <laughs> get some celery, kick daughter out of the house. Daughter, her roommate and the Klingons. Yes. <laughs> it was, it wasn't just one. It was four. Oh yes. That's right. You kicked out the little kids. I did. Heartless little bastard. I was it, but I don't care because they destroyed too much of my shit. Anyway, uh, so she's supposed to be moving up to Cedar City, which is where her girlfriend lives, uh, transferring from one hotel to the other to be a slave up there, and uh, then moving on to uh, bigger and better. Well, we're hoping that uh, her girlfriend kind of pushes her into finishing up her GED, which is one test, one freaking test, and she's done. And then she can go on to college and you know do something other than change somebody else's diapers. <laughs> they're not first cousins. <laughs> no, but they're not in Georgia. They're not in Alabama. They're going to su- well. She's okay. moving to Cedar. <laughs> okay, they are in Southern Utah. So <laughs> it would have been worse if they're going to Colorado, in Colorado City. And, and you know, and you know, I would have played this for Hurricane or Lavelle yeah, Hurricane. I know Cedar City. Eh, they're kind of met- no, they're not really metropolitan, but they are a college town. Yeah, and it's not like the 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 the, the, the new Eastern college towns where there's no other damn thing there. <laughs> This is really, there's no other damn thing there. There's a couple of small businesses and an airport, which they got a government grant to get jets in on. But <laughs> Yeah, other, other than the movie theater and Home Depot, there's nothing there. And the Home Depot has only been there for about eight years. Yeah, so I'd say there's really, there's not much to do, but they do have the 10, the 10 theater megaplex. Anyway. Oh, uh, otherwise known as the town hall. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, all Cedar City is really missing is... I graduated from SEU. I, I can say this, <laughs> Matt. You know, Cedar City would just kind of loosen up their bowels a little bit and let a strip club go in over in the industrial park <laughs> by the airport. They'd actually grow as a city. 
Yeah, but it's just the thought of Cedar City having a strip club in an industrial park. You oh, come on. That would be would, great. You know what you'd be getting in there? Yeah, you'd be getting a whole lot of business. <laughs> so what? <laughs> hey, Ma! Hey. <laughs> Is that what you're They're looking good there, Tina. I'll see you at your family reunion. Hey. <laughs> It'd still be great. <laughs> That'd be fairly rough. <laughs> The bad part is, because they're all Mormons, they wouldn't be wearing bikinis. They'd all be one pieces. <laughs> Where do I put the tan? In the crack. <laughs> in the crack. In the, crack. the bad part would be, uh, because of diversity, they'd allow the guy strippers. They have to these days. Anyway. Anyway, that's the saga of Kia for the moment. For the moment. Well, it always is the moment. Oh, yeah. It, you never know what new thing is going to come. I was really hoping that, honestly, she would have like gone to come to Thanksgiving, stood up like Hiram did in the Denny's, and just announced, "I am a homosexual," and sit down. And, just, and everybody would have been finally. <laughs> Not everybody, because our our our, uh, our super sensitive, uh, offended at everything cousins would be applauding. Yes, I'm so happy. And that everybody you, else would be like, "Meh." Well, mostly. And then Hiram would be like, congratulations. Are we going to go Screaming Eagle? Uh-huh. Is this supposed to be like my Gandhi moment? <laughs> yes, this is your Gandhi moment. <laughs> now I can go all Gandhi. <laughs> the Screaming Eagles gets me every time. <laughs> Why the hell did they add that? It's like, it makes no damn sense. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's supposed to be a commercial for the Phillies. <laughs> or the Philadelphia Eagle. The Eagles. Anyway. Anywho. So you gotta grab your black card. Yeah, the fact that use black and white cards in this game. Yeah, is that like, really yeah. is. You know, bring that to Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> How about Ferguson? That was a, what I was. One of the reasons I was really hoping Hiram was going to be here tonight because I was going to ask him. Yeah. If he identified as a black man. I'm pretty sure he. Because I was going to play the intro to like the third or fourth <laughs> podcast when you started out with that heavy funk. <laughs> Which one? Because it was a, there was actually four or five and, and, different ones I did. And, 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 where he started making fun of the black spirituals. Yeah, this <laughs> one the black spirituals. It was just like, hey man, hey baby. Anyway. It might have been play that funky music, um, or it could have been. Uh, oh, there was a, quite a few of them. Um, there was. Uh, oh, there was roller coaster something uh, something. Um, well, actually, I don't want to look it up because I have to go through like four or five to find it. Like 15 pages to get there. <laughs> no, not that. It, it, I, I don't know oh, which the actual one? episode it is. And, right, right, right. And since there's only two of us here, that's kind of dead yeah. air time. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so. Well, next time. Actually, that's your assignment this week is to have it all ready for hiring when he comes up next week. Well, hopefully he gets here. Hopefully. I would really love it if he would. Yep. Anyway. Uh, oh, first world problems. That was the other thing I was going to go with. Oh, I forgot about that. Did you figure out what your first world problem is? Well, you got to explain the whole. Okay, first world problems are problems that only exist for people that live in the first world, such as your uh, your phone battery going dead all the time like it does on Jeremy because he can't get off of YouTube. Twitter. Twitter. Okay, whatever it is. In Jonah's case, it's YouTube. Uh, how about you? First world problems. Gee, first world problems. Hmm. Well, I don't want to use that gas. It doesn't have high enough octane. <laughs> but the, <laughs> of course, I don't currently drive a car where it makes a damn bit of difference. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Both of them. 
Uh, my first world problem is th- this is going to sound weird, but I got to kind of explain it. I don't get out much. <laughs> That's your first world problem? Yes, it is. And here's, <laughs> here's, here's how it's set up now. Because of how I work, which is I work at home online, basically, I don't go to an office. I don't socialize with anybody ever. See, that's a good thing, actually. No, it's really kind of diminishing what well, social great, skills great, I had. At not the, great for you. <laughs> for society. For everybody else. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just slam a crowbar into my asshole? You open the door, <laughs> I'm going to jump on through. <laughs> that really doesn't help the crowbar jam to my <laughs> asshole. <laughs> metaphor at all, that does really it? really sounds like a personal problem. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you're the one jumping through. <laughs> jumping, uh, jumping on, on, in, whatever. Um no, just because of technology, I no longer have to go to an office and associate or, and, and communicate and socialize with anybody. So whatever, my tolerance for people is diminishing exponentially, especially when I go to like Walmart or Harmon's or, or any other grocery store because the amount of stupid people in front of me is, so I'm suddenly realizing there's more and more and more of them. You got to go to the 2 a.m. Freak Fest, man. Which, well, which one? Because there's several of them around. Any of the Walmarts at 2 a.m. It's a Freak Fest, but there's not many of them. You know, the best thing about the, the Freak Fest is that I always feel better about myself when I go and see them. Okay. Remember when we were kids? Yes. Going to Denny's at 2 a.m. on a Friday night. <laughs> and there was always that one group in the corner, not playing poker or yeah. other cards. They're in the corner having flapjacks and playing D&D. We did that. Not at Denny's. Not at Denny's, but we did that. <laughs> You're right. We didn't do it at Denny's, but we did do that. That's what you get at Walmart these days. You have people, what, walking up and down the aisles with the board over the... Not with the D&D, but you get the same look. Well, of course, they're LARPing. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that, actually. You've seen them LARP in Walmart? I told you the story when... Um, Hiram and Arland went to Walmart and, and Arland. Well, right. The yeah, Tard and Hiram was, yeah. The Tard Basher. Right. Yeah. yeah. That one I've seen. I haven't <laughs> actually seen somebody going, I'm going to hit you with my mighty sword. Yeah, you haven't been around Jessica's friends. I don't have to be. Therefore, I won't be. <laughs> Got a laugh out of the old man. <laughs> so do tell. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to tell you about Jessica's friends. Holy crap. Tools. That's the word. No, no, no. Douche is the word. Capital D is an if douche. I don't know which retarded friend it is, but he has a set of balls on him because he came in, grabbed one of our popcorn, decided that he was going to make himself I don't say this is the, the story as it unfolds. Mm-hmm. I don't go with the set of balls. I go with lack of IQ. A lack of IQ works as well. In fact, I think lack of IQ will explain what happened next. He proceeded to put. The hell are you doing? Oh, his friend, Jessica's friend, Lightning By the way, the two brothers were grinding against each other at the party. <laughs> Just thought you should know. Um, Again, more hairdressers for Jessica when she gets older. <laughs> yes, she will have the best set of hair when she gets married. <laughs> she, anyway. Um, so they put decided to put you know making themselves popcorn and then microwave popcorn. Well, what happens if you don't follow the instructions on popcorn? Usually, even loosely, loosely, yeah, you end up burning the popcorn. Well, Dingbat 
we have a we have a popcorn button. It's really big and says popcorn on the microwave, and it's on the top of the microwave, of the button pad. Boy Genius didn't decide to do that. He decided to read the bag, which, uh, first of all, I was surprised he was literate, <laughs> until I realized that he's not, because instead of hitting a minute 40 seconds, he hit, hit two minutes 40 seconds. And instead of standing there waiting for the popping to diminish, he, he walked, walked back into the party room. To come back into the house to find smoke rolling out of the pantry, out of the, out of the uh, uh, microwave. Uh, while the air conditioner is on and it's just starting to get to the 100-degree range, they open up the window to ostensibly get the smoke out and proceeded not to close it back up until we told you to close it back up on our way out uh, to dinner five hours later. Uh, and then Butthead is <laughs> like, well, I thought I knew. And Dad, I guess, scared the shit out of him because he wouldn't come back in the house for anything. <laughs> No, he just dad ripped him a new hole because it still smells like burnt popcorn in there, and that happened last Friday, Saturday, Saturday. Okay, yeah, it, we were pissed. Back when no, it was Friday because I was working. Yeah, it was. Oh, that's right. The it was on Friday because she had to come back Saturday to clean up the yeah the yeah. So um, back when we were kids, mom or you know dad had, had gotten a little microwave that he kept on his trucks when he was on movie sets. <laughs> And then later, mom opened up a shop doing boutique items, and the, the microwave ma- along with Migra- stuff yeah, migrated ma- made its, its way there. And we'd end up there after school and on weekends. Well, and all summer long, all summer, and just it was you know, growing up part of what we did. And that was about the time that this great new invention came out of microwave popcorn. Before that, it was put it in a baggie yourself and, and pop it. And no, it was the air poppers. No, we had yeah, but right after that, it was. Uh, it was going through the underground where you could actually take a brown paper bag with a little bit of butter in it and put the popcorn in, and it would, you know, it would pop for you. Well, I was too young for that. Well, it only lasted about three weeks until <laughs> the until Orville Redenbacher came out with the microwave popcorn. Uh, anyway, this wondrous machine that um, we had from Dad, which <laughs> was old when they brought it into the shop, and that's old in the late 80s. And it was only like 700 watts. I mean, it barely had any power so in it. It's either you, you really had to try and judge it, so you put it just under where you thought it would be, and you get almost nothing popped. Put it just over where you thought it would be, and, and you got a black charball. <laughs> and so it was really playing a game of, is that enough? Is it charred? Is that enough? Is that and enough? then the only thing that you gave the clue was, the diminish- as soon as you heard the diminishing pops, you had, a, you, had Yank two, that sucker. you had two seconds to open that sucker up, or it was black. And in the times that it was black, you'd just end up like... Eating the popcorn around the corner, around the edges of the black ball in the center of the bag. And the best part was like the congealed butter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I've discovered that on my machine, I've got the popcorn button and you've got three different types of bag sizes you can choose from. Oh, yours is an advanced one, huh? And I try and choose the one that's a little bit too big because I've discovered I actually like a little chart, a couple of kernels charred in there. Just to give you the memory Yuck. as a kid. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> but not the whole thing. I don't need not, not to no, smoke no. out the house. I don't need to have any extra carbon in my diet. I ended up taking that microwave to with me on my, my freshman year of college. Oh, that thing must have been awful. <laughs> and so, mind you, so I mean, so who, you're eating TV dinners out of that thing? No, I never did it, uh, get TV dinners. Okay. But the maybe like a pot pie or two because those were only like twenty cents yeah. each of the day. 
a night or two after I moved into the apartment. Oh, I bet you did top ramen in there. I honestly don't remember. Cup of noodle. But uh, a night or two after I moved moved in, they had the the freshman orientation, <laughs> and Merrill was one of my roommates, and he he was had Hello, volunteered Merrill. to help. We know out you're there. listening. And he ended up coming back with some extra donuts that they had bought for the the get. The, oh, this is not going to end well. <laughs> well, when I say some, <laughs> first when, of all, when I say some extra donuts, I'm talking a flat of donuts. You had 36 donuts. No, there was way more than that. You had 52. Then. The big. Oh, you must have had <laughs> Albertsons. That's 100, 108. I, I, I bet you, yeah, I bet you 104. Ridiculous amount of glazed donuts. Now, the, 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 <laughs> a ridiculous amount. It's just the amazing chemistry. As in, as in, put me to dead. Now, there's something amazing chemically with the <laughs> Albertsons donuts, and I don't know if they've gotten better because I haven't tried, and I really don't eat donuts anymore. But you don't even have a buttermilk bar. I, I try and restrict my sugar intake. Well, so do I, but I fail off suddenly all the time. Anyway, uh, at the time of the, the 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 time frame when these were being manufactured, the amazing chemistry is if you bought one of those donuts in the morning, they were fairly decent. Not Winchell's quality by any stretch. No. Passable. Passable. But, it, like, but by the end of the day, all the glazing somehow <coughs> would suck into the donut and any bit of moisture would evaporate. It's called reverse osmosis. Uh, it was amazing that they could just do that on their own within the course of 10 hours. <laughs> so we had a box of dry bread. Sugar bread. And so one of the guys threw it in the microwave, flipped it on. In fact, Brandon threw it in the microwave. <laughs> flips the di- and this is Good the, old tippets. And this is the old analog dial. Yeah, on dial it up. So he flips that, the dial around, turns around, and we're doing some stupid art. 20 pro- minutes is what the max on that thing I think was. But we, we turn around, and, and we're focusing on Smoke some stupid art it. project that he'd, he'd found. Right. Where you make, like, um, a stained glass with by melting beads. And, <laughs> oh. Just some stupid thing. Anyway, a couple minutes later, we happened to turn around, and there's just a plume of smoke coming out, <laughs> Waffing of, it. out of So there. here is Richard, or grabs the door, opens it, and it's just a wall of black. <laughs> nice. Um, so they ended up, um, fr- from these stupid little fake stained glass, we hung those from the, the, the light fixture over our table in the kitchen. Okay. They also ended up hanging that black donut because we figured nothing's going to kill that thing. And for some reason, they also ended up hang, hanging a piece of pizza. Ew. And uh, we also started playing. No wonder nobody. No wonder no chick ever goes into a guy's apartment as a freshman <laughs> in college. Well, we ended up also. It's not. It's not because they don't. They don't want to have sex. It's because they're just afraid <laughs> of whatever disease is in there. We also started playing around with. Um, it was right after aerosol had been banned, so they were playing around with different pump hairsprays <laughs> and their flammability. And so we were doing. Um, we would do. Uh, Don't you just miss the old Aquanet days? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Aquanet. Actually, Aquanet still has the full aerosol spray. But the, the non aerosol, you could um, like do a little flame and pour through it, and it would it would be like pouring flame out along wherever you're going. Nice. And th- and so on, about the next day after we'd start playing with all this stuff, one of my friend's girlfriends came over and said, "You're actually hanging food there. That's disgusting." So I grabbed the Aquanet and coated them all in the Aquanet, figuring that would create a nice protective shield, <laughs> which it actually worked. They never grew anything. That's because <laughs> it has the same effect on hair. Exactly. <laughs> I bet you the curls look good. <laughs> and when I moved out of the apartment uh, a couple months later, I took the microwave and I let them keep the donut. Yeah, I bet you did. 
Tell me, did you take the Denny's place settings? Oh yeah, I had a complete, <laughs> complete place setting at that point. And and uh, did you end up with a menu or not? Uh, I don't recall if I had the menu. I did end up with when I say complete setting. <clears throat> I had even gone to the north coffee creamer, north um, Denny's to get the cre- the the metal creamer pour cup. Right. So I, I had a full Denny's table set. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me why. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> we know why, Klepto. Well, I ended up returning it all when I, when I, at the end of the year. <laughs> I had to borrow these. I was a poor student. No, I didn't say anything. I, I, I just brought them back to when I, Denny's and left them there. <laughs> nice. Mind you, this is also the time frame when we would leave tips, huge, huge tips and pennies. <laughs> Did you ever leave them like in the up, turned upside down glass in pennies? Oh, yeah. We would put them all over the place. We'd make <sighs> sculptures. We, we were complete and, Yeah, you total <laughs> assholes. <laughs> For those who don't get the joke on that, anytime a waitress gets a, a tip, she's supposed to count it to split it with the cooks. No, well, at the t- yeah, in, in Denny's they were. Yeah. Which means that they'd usually call the cooks over to come and collect the the liquefied <laughs> remains. Yeah, <laughs> remains, or uh, or the the uh, burial at sea of pennies, <laughs> quarters, and dimes. As a cook, I can tell you it sucked. <laughs> well, what was really funny is um, the 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 South Denny's when at my my freshman year of college, they had this one old lady who worked graveyard mm-hmm. that seriously would kick you out of there if you pulled out a deck of cards. Nice. Wait, my food's not ready. I need, I need something to do. They can't actually kick you out before your food arrives. Well, she'd yell at you to, to, to put it away, or or she. I would actually ask her why. Why? Why? What? What is the problem here? We're enjoying your establishment. The longer we stay here, the more stuff we're going to order. Well, after well, the, the, I know the the reason behind it was they had these guys that were going in there that would order a cup of coffee, play cards for an hour, and get one refill of coffee, and that 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 was their whole night. Okay, that I get. <laughs> but unfortunately, <it's... laughs> they were playing Pokemon. I can't remember, I can't remember if, I, if I told the story of um, the, the the night I, I tortured that poor new girl on graveyard shift. Uh, I don't think you've done it on the podcast. Uh, God, this is back when I was running the theater. Um, we had a, had, a, had, a, had some gig. Don't remember what it was. We got done about one, two in the morning. So we were all hungry, and so we all went out. The whole crew went out to Denny's, which is always a scary thing when you get a tech crew out there. A tech crew going anywhere after any gig, <laughs> even if it's a high school play, you get a bunch of techs together in whatever restaurant you're going, there's going to be mayhem at some point in time. So this sits down this table, and there's this this girl, total Molly Mormon, that graveyard shift, it's like her second night, so she's still in training. Oh, oh, oh you're going to do that to her? And I'm sitting next to Rhodey. Oh, no. The guy that works for me that yeah, had, that yeah, had the yeah. purple mohawk. Well... The one that everybody avoided on campus. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, it's, I'm actually being everybody's being fairly calm and just having a good time. Whatever, <laughs> da, da da da. But as the night wears on, the joking gets more raucous and more inappropriate. How about risque or perhaps even uh, voyeuristic? <laughs> well, uh, near the end of the the evening, the, she'd come down the, back to the table one time and said, "Well, is there anything else I can get for everybody?" Okay, well, if not, I'll, yeah, I'll be back in a bit. And as she walks by. I thought I whispered it quiet enough that she couldn't hear it. It was right when she was passing by me. 
I said, uh, you know, if she says anything else I can get you, I said, um, no, I'm married. I can't ask for that anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> the guys on the other side of the table said that she turned around, stared daggers in the back of my head, would not come back the rest of the night. Rhoda was pissed off because he wanted to get a refill and never got a refill. <laughs> yeah, I'd be pissed too, man. Hey, I want my Diet Coke, damn it. And that poor girl, I, 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 I hope she didn't quit because of me. <laughs> Going back to mom and dad. That was this guy who was just so rude. He wanted to do things to me. I got standards. <laughs> we got standards. <laughs> That's right. Happy Valley Beach Speakeasy. We've got standards. I totally forgot to cue ending music. Oh, so, well, I can get you something real quick. Yeah, we're about to that time. You know, figured we've, we've vamped it pretty well enough. We're really hoping to get Hiram back here just <clears> to... <throat> Get some darker humor at it. Darker humor than, than Ava Braun, you know, Holocaust and cute. <laughs> and shooting a gun in the air while balls deep in a squinting <laughs> pig. <laughs> I wish I could find those cards that I actually hid from my kids. I got something right kids. here. Go for it. All right. We'll see you guys later. Y'all have a good night. <clears throat> Don't forget to write. Little Elvis playing this out. Have a good one. A little less conversation, a little more action. All this aggravation ain't such.